Jesus said, Behold, I am coming soon. Welcome to this podcast presented by Follow Him Ministries. We're in the book of Revelation and we're in chapter 22. We're about to conclude this look at the book of Revelation. Of course, we'll never finish looking at Revelation until Christ comes back and and takes his church home in the rapture prior to the tribulation. We look forward to that day. He said, when it happens, it'll happen quickly. So thank you for being with us. We're going to pick up in verse 6 of chapter 22 today. I want to do this a little differently than we've been doing in the sense that I want to kind of take it a small bite at a time as we work our way through the last part of this last chapter of the last book of the Bible, the last book written, written in about 95 AD and the close of scripture with the the writing of this book. So let's pray and then we'll start to look at these verses. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding. May we see and hear and receive and be transformed by your living word through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. So in verse 6 he says, And he said to me, these words are trustworthy and true, and the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. The apostle John is writing what is revealed to him by Jesus. Some of it is through angels, some of it is directly from Christ, and some of it is a vision when when John refers to himself as being in the spirit. But in verse 6, when he says, he said to me, he's referring to the angel speaking to him that these words are trustworthy and true. These words, we can build our life on the word of God. Uh, It is the foundation of, of life. God himself is the foundation. The word is the representation of who God is, what he says, and who he calls us to be. Uh, He said that the angel is sent to show the servants what must soon take place. This refers to the imminency of the return of Jesus Christ. It's soon. It's soon in the sense that there's nothing else that needs to happen for Jesus to come back and rapture the church and usher in the great tribulation. Uh, Soon also means quickly meaning that when it happens, it'll happen quickly. But it doesn't mean that it will happen tomorrow, but it does mean it can happen in an hour from now or any other time. It's all in God's hands. Verse 7, this is Jesus speaking. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. It's always important to note that the reference to something multiple times indicates the uh, importance with which we should take it. Obviously, we take all of God's word as important, but here in the space of two verses, he's twice told us that this is going to happen soon. And again, that means that it's imminent. That means it can happen any moment, and it's totally in God's timing. And Jesus is saying, I am 
coming soon. He's letting us know this is this is for real. This is real, and there's nothing between him and doing it uh, but the perfect timing of God. And blessed, happy, uh, blessed with the mercy and grace of God, uh, the peace of God, is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Uh, the the word prophecy simply means to speak forth. We always think of it as speaking of things in the future, but to prophesy is to speak forth, uh, kind of like thus saith the Lord. So God has spoke to us uh, throughout this book. Some of the things are things that are now, some of the things that are things that were, and most of it is things that are yet to come. But the words of the prophecy of this book to keep them means to keep those in mind, to keep them in heart, to hold on to them. But it also means to obey them where they call for obedience, such as particularly in the letter to letters to the seven churches where he talks about different things that concerned him, things that, that he, he congratulated or applauded or blessed them for doing, but also those that he said, this, these things I have against you. We want to be obedient to God's call on us in this way. Verse 8 says, I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And, and so he's just telling us this is, this is not something he imagined. This is not something he heard in the gate of this city. This is what he heard from God. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. He's saying, I have the authority to write this. I am the eyewitness. I have been called to write this. He said, when I heard them and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, the angel said, you must not do that. I'm a fellow servant with you. I love that, that he refers to himself. The angel refers to himself as a servant, and he refers to John that way. Lord, give us each and all a servant's heart, because Jesus himself said he didn't come to be served, but to serve others. And likewise, as we follow Christ, we should have a servant's heart as well. He, he said, I'm a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets. Again, prophet is one who speaks forth the word of God with those who keep the words of this book. And then he says, worship God. We should never worship man. We, we can respect man, meaning people, uh, but not worship. Worship is for God alone. God alone is worthy. He is worthy to receive all glory and honor and power for by him all things existed and by him all things were created. Verse 10, he said to me, do not seal up the words of this prophecy of this book for the time is near. Again, he, he is saying to us, that the time is near in the sense that there's nothing left to be done. It can happen at any moment. He said, let the evildoer, in verse 11, still do evil, and filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. He, he's saying that, that those that are on the right path need to stay on the, the right path. And he's also testifying that, that those who are doing what is evil 
if they stay on that path, they're going to receive just what this book tells them they're going to receive. So it's not a, he's not condoning evil. He's saying that, you know, you, you need to not seal up the words of this book because everybody needs to see that their paths lead somewhere. And he doesn't, he wants the righteous to do what's right and the holy to still be holy. And then again, Jesus speaks in verse 12, behold, I am coming soon. Again, he's, he's, he's twice, he just said near, and now he said soon. He, he's letting us know that, that this time there's nothing to keep him from coming. He's ready to come. It'll be in the God, in the Father's perfect timing. He said, I'm bringing my recompense with me. It's, it's going to be to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. The Alpha and Omega are the first and the last words of the letters of the Greek alphabet. And he's letting us know that, that he's been there all along, that he, he was there in the beginning and before the beginning, and he will be coming back at the end. And so he is the beginning and the end, and he knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. And again, that, that he is coming soon. The, the repay each one for what he has done is referring to the great white throne judgment bringing his recompense with him that those who, because the church has already been raptured, of course, everything we're looking at is future. And we know that, that there are people that uh, come out of the tribulation that are tribulation saints, meaning there are people who are born again uh, in Christ Jesus after the rapture of the church during the tribulation. And then he again speaks of the blessings. The blessed are those who wash their robes. Uh, th this is that they're washed in the blood of Jesus, that they've quit trusting themselves. We know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one, but we're all righteous in Christ Jesus. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus if we've been born again. And so our robes, so to speak, speaking figuratively, have been washed in the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus being the, the payment in full for the sin of the world. So that in order that you, that I may have the right to the tree of life. Now this, the tree of life existed in the garden of Eden, but but when Adam and Eve sinned, God said, we need to get them out of the garden unless they eat of the tree of life and live forever. Well, he didn't want them to live forever in their fallen condition. But in the new Jerusalem, the tree of life will be ours, that we may enter the city by the gates, that we'll enter. Jesus himself is the gate. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. And we could say, and such were all of us, but for the grace of God in the, in the person of Jesus Christ when we're born again, not by anything we've done, but by the finished work of God himself. 
Then verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. So he is the the root of David, meaning that, that he is a predecessor of David, but he's also the descendant of David as to his humanness. Uh, he is the bright morning star, uh, the star that, that we look for in the heavenly kingdom, the new Jerusalem. The Spirit, verse 17, the Spirit and the bride say, come, the Holy Spirit and the bride, the, the church that has already been taken up uh, to join Jesus in the air, come and let the one who hears say, come and let the one who is thirsty come. Are we thirsty for the things of God? Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. Nothing in our hand we bring, simply to the cross we cling, the finished work of Jesus. And then John says, I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If you add to them, God will add to you the plagues described in this book. Now, he's referring immediately to the book of Revelation, but he's referring to all of the word of God. This is the last book. This closes the canon of scripture with the writing of this book in 95, the last book written. And he said, don't add to the word of God. The word of God is the word of God. And anything we try to add is not the word of God. It's the word of man. And it can't stand with the word of God. And if anyone takes away from the words of this of the book of this prophecy. So you can't change it. You can't change it to add and you can't change it to take away. Like like many belief systems today would have you believe that that you could uh, be reconciled to God through any one of a number of ways, through Buddha, through Muhammad, through this one and through that one. He said, don't, don't take away anything. There's not but one name given by which man people may be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So you can't add nor take away. Uh, If you try to, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. That place is available for all but if we're not in Christ, we're not going to have, have that place. Our share goes away if we're not born again in Christ. And then finally, he says in verse 20 and 21, he who testifies to these things says, and he's referring to Jesus, and these are the words of Jesus, surely I am coming soon. And so again, he said that multiple, multiple times in this book, and especially in this last chapter, knowing that the the book wasn't originally written in chapter or verses, or even with punctuation, but he's emphasizing and re-emphasizing, I'm coming soon. You need to be ready because I'm coming soon. You need to be ready in that you need to be born again, and you need to know that, that these things will happen in God's perfect timing, and, and there's nothing else that has to occur before it comes. It could literally be two minutes from now, 30 seconds from now, one second from now, and then 
John says, amen, come Lord Jesus. And that should be our prayer. Come Lord Jesus, come. We, we your church, stand ready. And we pray that while, while this time is coming, this soon, that many, many, many will come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining in this uh, look at the book of Revelation. Uh, as I've said many times, it's not a deep, extensive look. It's sort of a of an overview, but hopefully uh, you have been blessed and encouraged by this series of messages. I certainly have. I spent a long time resisting the book of Revelation, and I now, now find it to be possibly my favorite book. It's like the last chapter in a great book, except the Bible is not really a book. It's the Word of God. There's a distinction. But by analogy, a great book that you read, and and, and it's one of those that that's a cliffhanger that you don't really know what's going to happen or how it's going to happen, and it all comes together in the last chapter. If you don't book read the book of Revelation and study it and start to take it in, we don't have the big picture, and we need the big picture. Uh, this is a great blessing, and it opens the doors for understanding all the rest of Scripture in, in many ways. So thank you again. God bless you, keep you, and we pray that the Lord would make his word profitable and accomplish much through it. We know that it won't return or be empty or void. And as I've said many times, read the scripture. Don't take my word for anything. I'm just like you. I can say it wrong. I can think it wrong. I, I don't. I try hard to stay on the word of God, but I can depart. I am human. I do. I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we each need to search out the scriptures for ourselves to make sure that what we're hearing is the word of God. When we're reading the exact word, then we know. But when we start offering comments or thoughts, they, they need to line up with the scripture or they need to go away. Amen. God bless you.